0: snob
1: <laughs> you're a snob you're just a snob
0: you've even got a hotel named after you <laughs> i'm even going to the snob hotel the snob we, was it snob or Snob? is the sound on do we get a little echo we did
1: get a little echo mm. echo 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 yeah i left the mute on there we go snob. okay cool cool i cool, don't cool. matter. Um, yes
0: I'm going to Paris and I'm staying in the snob hotel (laughs) The snob hotel So it's costing you a lot of money, is it? It is costing me a lot of money, yes Okay, in the snob hotel In the snob hotel Opposite the porn shop Opposite of the sex shop, exactly Actually a very expensive
1: sex shop Because obviously it's an expensive hotel
0: yeah, I'm. I'm wondering if the name of the sex shop is also the Snob Sex Shop, or something the like that. Snob Sex. <laughs> I don't the know. S S S. It's in the wrong like country. Golden Dill. No, no, never. No, no, let's not go there. So okay. the
1: Snob Hotel, real innovation, real innovation. I think so. Yeah. So Very is it a ultra. boutique hotel, or do you pay for it by mm-hmm. the hour?
0: With <laughs> 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 a bit of vibrating bed? No, <laughs> I don't think so. They do oh, have dear. very weird room names, though. There was a white room and there was a very white room, something like that. Oh, no, anyway, so sniff yeah. the coke. Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, might be. Yeah.
1: Might be more fun than you think.
0: Yeah. Might right. also be one that you don't want to go in with a black light or something like that. That's yeah.
1: true, yes. <laughs> mm. And this is all because
0: you are going to Paris to speak. Yes, Modern Workplace, end of March. Modern don't workplace. ask me any dates, but yes, end of March. Um, lots S- of people going.
1: There is, yes, there always does. Yep.
0: I'm not. No, why no, not?
1: I don't know. I'm too busy.
0: You haven't submitted anything, probably. I didn't Did you submit for, for the um, Scottish Summit? Did I have the link? That was a long time ago, wasn't it? I've, was added, I've given you so many speakers. Yeah. yeah, don't worry oh. about it. I'll, no, uh, no, no.
1: I'll check them out. I think I did do the Scottish Summit. There
0: is still ESPC that we need to fill out before the end of March. Yes. Because we might want to do something together there.
1: Yeah, that's true. Back to Vegas.
0: No, the uh, the one in Amsterdam, the European ah, conference. Yeah. So I think I did that. I think okay. I did that one. Okay. But okay. I will okay. I lose I know. track. Yeah. I lose I know. track. That's so much, so much work.
1: We know we're going to be at a few places though. I know we're going to be together. We're going to be doing tech Rama.
0: in Belgium. Yes.
1: Yeah. Huge so gig. Doing that. Yes. Um we're then doing Comsverse, so I'm doing Commsverse for certain.
0: Oh, nice. Alright,
1: because um I think there's a little secret TV project going on there.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I might nice. be involved in that. If anybody cool.
1: caught my roving videos last time, they were so much fun to do. Good. So, uh, yeah, they're still on their website, actually. I saw that the other day. That's and nice. And I think uh, they've indicated that we'll be doing a workshop in the south of England somewhere. Hmm. Not sure. Where somewhere south
0: around the coast. Yeah. But you've got a <laughs> few. You're doing Paris, uh, of course. Yeah, Paris. I need to go to Berlin at some point. Nice. I need to be in Portugal. Uh, Paris, of course. And I think that's about it. There are a bunch of conferences going on, but I haven't seen a call for speakers for some of them.
1: Oh, no, that's so. pretty, pretty cool.
0: Mm-hmm. The last Might, part. might oh, also sorry. be just hanging around at the collapse summit because my whole team is going everyone's oh. gonna be there um i was not planning on going but he i was. might i might be going we'll see
1: yeah it wasn't as cheap as i thought it was as soon as it gone up in price i was looking at the oh prices yeah, the other day yeah. i was thinking yeah. hey they were uh, there used to be a 50 quid gig and now it's uh, a little more money yeah what, what, mm. so, but i don't don't get me wrong the lineup looks great so
0: yeah absolutely yeah yeah Amazing speakers, as always. As yeah. always. But mm-hmm.
1: you'll just be getting the Microsoft stuff that is about to be released in Vegas next this week, is it? This week or next
0: week? Yeah. And there's next also uh, just announced the future of work with AI thing going on. In Somebody's jumped on the
1: bandwagon, have they?
0: Yeah. So I just saw it uh, on one of the sites that I skimmed through is that I think 16th of March there's a future of AI in work. That Satyana Della is delivering. Oh, okay. Um, so that oh, might yeah, that be that might be useful list. to watch. Yes,
1: yeah. I wonder whether they went to Chat GPT to get the content for it. Oh,
0: probably. Yeah. How can yeah. I use AI in work? <laughs> this is not like something that we would do. No, of we course would not. never ask op- Chat GPT not. for any Absolutely topics. Absolutely not.
1: We did actually did it three. Two podcasts ago?
0: Yeah, yeah, okay,
1: maybe once. Maybe once. Maybe once. We didn't do it for the last couple of hours at all. Exactly, no. No. Have you ever asked it to write song lyrics? You should see its complete inability to rhyme words together. (laughs) Really? It it, it, it rhymes them, does a good job, but it's like a six-year-old wrote them. I mean, the the words themselves are kind of okay, but the rhyming, you go, nah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So that was quite fun. Uh, so it's all part of the fun. All righty, good, good, good. Um, we did a good podcast last time. We did we, well. We, we, did so long, sure about we did a it. long. Yeah, know, but last we did a long podcast last. time We weren't sure about it when we did it, but we've had some awesome feedback from it. Didn't we? One of my guys from work, Kevin, thought it was brilliant.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so mm. um, the one yeah, about so, uh, user experience. Yeah, yeah. Excel, uh, yeah, experience. XLS, yeah, level agreements and experience. stuff. Experience.
1: I had uh, uh, one of my. Uh, team Uh, hey Nick I'm sure you're listening to this on the train in the morning as you normally do Um, he was just finishing off so I was talking in the office he went I've just heard you in my ears and he was just uh, saying Mm. that he really enjoyed it he thought it was quite a nice approach then he asked me whether we were going to be doing it in the team and I went "Mm, we might (laughs) of course we might so that'd be quite cool and as as Kevin said oh I must research some uh, XLA stuff and then he listens to our podcast so that was good and timely Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, what are we going to do tonight? We're going to drink the first bottling from a brand new whiskey distillery in Belgium. Yes. That's been around for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. Yes. But not doing whiskey.
0: No.
1: So that would be cool. Yes. And that was number bottle 600 and something from yeah. the first ever release. So that we're going to do and that.
0: We we also just tasted secretly. That was the other day. It is, we had two. It is so brilliant. I went.
1: I went looking for one whiskey and came back with another. <laughs> I, was try, I was trying to find the green yeah, spot. It happens yes, yeah, happens sometimes. Yes, it does. Yeah, But I am sitting there going, I did two or three shops in Brussels, just wandering around, making and seeing. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I went, "What is that? That can't be right." And then I bought it. So we'll find out about that later. Oh yeah, well. Mm-hmm. So. I'm not sure about tonight's subject. I'm, I'm really am not sure about it, and it's going to be one of those things where three hours later we're still going to be rattling on about this, and I'm not kind of knowing where to start about it. But we've been looking at innovation one way or another. It's been a subject that's been flying around. I did a yes, um, uh, uh, a um, we dram. Thank you i have uh-huh. just got that. Uh called uh, Innovation Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh that was released late last year mm-hmm. and I was looking around and playing around with those, trying to think whether what came out of it. And then um you were also talking about innovation tonight when you came in or on one of your messages earlier today, and I thought, Oh, maybe there's a coincidence here. So let's let's come <laughs> up with our very own, not yes. not created by any other form of um intelligence definition of innovation yeah so that's what we did so we came up with a definition of innovation and it included some keywords around creativity vision risk taking and collaboration so we thought that's what we do with microsoft 365 yes so i asked you the question okay moraine all right think about it what innovation have you done with microsoft 365 and we kind of went Mm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but the thing is that it's innovative in its own right, isn't it? So we we came to the conclusion that we couldn't think of any real gut wrenching, absolute innovation that we have potentially enabled rolling out Microsoft 365. And there was a couple of reasons for that. First of all, we thought, yeah, well, you know. Everybody knows how to roll out Microsoft three six five you know, get your exchange done if it's not done already, and then blah blah blah, potentially that was our first thinking, yeah, but, but then we started go on, no, you but go then on, we started yeah. working out that actually to the individual behind the desk, this is all new, yeah, and they've never had an environment which is all encompassing in terms of where all their content is stored and saved and driven, and when we think about innovation, we think about. Flying cars. Flying cars, which you can absolutely run on Microsoft 365. Probably. Well, the image on the backdrop can be. Yeah. Uh, it but it's car.
0: it's it's true. We, I think we were kind of looking too far because, as you said earlier, um, how many ways do we have to roll out OneDrive? Yeah. And how can we be creative in rolling out OneDrive? We could be creative in the communication plan and the story that we tell, to each organization that is now rolling out OneDrive, this is cutting-edge, innovative stuff.
1: To the organization? Yes. To each individual To each individual, yeah. even, yeah. And it's providing value. From so day one. It's already providing value mm-hmm. as long as you get it done right and all that kind of yeah. stuff. So are there hidden depths to Microsoft 365 that we have not yet found? that's the real question around this isn't it and how and how you actually put it in and it's it's like golden nuggets that we create as we talk about here then every so often somebody will go i've been wanting a tool to do that for so long you know Mm -hmm. and then they gain and win something yeah that's true so what we tried to do was to put this sort of definition together and a model together, and uh, we wanted to talk about it, plus referring back to that podcast where we, we think about how we can um, uh, innovate everywhere within Microsoft 365 and some, some pointers, which we'll come back to, I think, at the end uh, and try and, and bring those in. So, Maria's looking at me okay. all a bit lost mm-hmm. again here. Yeah. Is this one of those where you've got no idea where we're going?
0: Oh, I know where we're going. I'm not sure how we're going to get there. <laughs> get there. <laughs> because, right. no, we, we were talking about innovation and, um, well, we, we just talked about creativity and, and how many creative ways we would get to roll out something like OneDrive or yep. uh, Exchange, for that matter. But we also forgot the three other words that we wrote on our board. So, the other three parts of innovation, which is vision, risk-taking, and collaboration.
1: Um, Sorry, yawning away here. I get it. I get it.
0: But uh, we might not be doing much on the creativity side. Of rolling something out.
1: So, well, let's just define that for a second then. So we're talking about, we, we had something along the lines of ability to generate new and original ideas. Yes, that's creativity. Yeah. But filling out metadata when you save a document to a SharePoint library, we think is second nature. We've been doing it for 20 years. Yeah. But the first time you set this up for, another, for uh, somebody new, it is a new and original idea. And that the pain I in the behind yes. that i don't store my content in folders stop being so cynical no no you no you get no, paid no. for all this stuff yes it supports your habit <laughs> it's supporting your night at the snob hotel that is
0: true yes so anyway seriously
1: going but seriously going back to it i mean i had a conversation today where we um we taken the uh, corporate information Mm-hmm. um so all of the processing documents instructions processes sorry said that twice um sorry said that twice all right all those kinds of things that the organization needs to see oh god <laughs> <It's been laughs> in one of those days it's one of those days okay okay and um uh we'd Basically, we've shown them uh, how we're going to be able to upload those documents, categorize them against the taxonomy, all the usual stuff, okay? Mm-hmm. And then they really got into it. So now they want 10 content types. No searching will ooh, be ooh, horrendous. Ooh, ooh, and, ooh. and now they want to all these mandatory fields and all that kind of stuff. So they have taken that creativity and of saying, hey, we can actually filter those documents now and sort them like a kind of spreadsheet. Now, to you and I, we've been doing this for a long time, Mm -hmm. but to them, it's creative, it's innovative. So it's always about perspective when we're talking about this for the rest of this podcast. The perspective of the user and everything else. So it's cool. So anyway, yes, that was creativity, the ability to generate new ideas. All right, and then there was other words, vision.
0: Yes, so vision is a... Let me read what you wrote. Oh yes, it's a clear um, and compelling mental image of a future state. Yes, I love that. Where Good call. I want to
1: go. Well yes. done, Chappie G.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Chappie-G>. <laughs> we didn't search yeah, no, it at all. No, exactly.
1: No. So, but I, I've heard that definition before. So mm-hmm. I think I put it on the internet somewhere, and I think he found it and yeah, chat. Mm-hmm. but but it's very true so i like the idea of a mental image though you know we can uh, yes. document you can document visions and you're constantly going to modify and update it but
0: this this brings us also back to the story of steve jobs uh, that we told last week about the uh, five uh, one million songs in your pocket yes uh, if a vision is done right it will give you that mental image that's true. But look, you you will have that one million songs there, and with OneDrive, it could be you can work from wherever you are in the world. You don't have to come to the office. You can stay at home. You can work in a coffee shop, whatever.
1: Yeah, no, and that vision of being able to control my organizational data and tag it and retain yeah. it without having to have a different backup system and a yeah. tape drive that I have to send off to somewhere else and. You know, being able to automate that in the background.
0: Yes, the so, wet dream of your compliance
1: manager. That, that's yeah. true. But what I find interesting here is that based on these definitions that we're playing around with, innovation is a little bit improv It's about yes. creating that new idea, and yet we're talking about a vision. Yes. And they kind of seem to contradict each other, and I haven't quite no. got my head around that yet. So if I'm innovating on something,
0: do I really need to have an end state where I need to be? No. You need to have a vision, but the vision needs to be broad enough to allow alternatives and to allow a rocky road to go to that place. Because the vision is ultimately... Rocky
1: road. I could have some rocky road now. Mm. Do I have any
0: marshmallows? I don't think I do. (laughs) Uh, but the, the vision is is actually it's it's a, a solution to a problem. It's a target then. It's a tar- yeah. So we maybe have a slightly wrong definition. But a target there. is more quantifiable, I think. And a vision might more be um, you don't have to go to the office anymore, and you can just work from wherever you want. And how we're going to solve that, and what technology and and. How we're going to take care of the v p n and security and the compliance and the whatever does matter, but we want our people to be able to work wherever they are all right I'll give you that. Vision. I
1: still have a thing in my head, but maybe we'll come back to that a little bit a little bit later, so creativity then and vision uh driving innovation, so we mm-hmm. had. Risk-taking. And wait, I just want to... Oh, you have another thought?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just want to close on that vision. Um, so we might not have 10 different creative ways of rolling out OneDrive. We might have 10 different visions about what we want to do with OneDrive and what that means for our organization. Okay. So what are the first five? <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
1: I can work anywhere. Yeah, um, you... I can I've. can get to my data on any device. I've got two. Uh, true, yeah. Um, uh, mobile,
0: work on mobile.
1: And that kind of comes under any device. I'm not giving yeah, you no, Yeah, no, no, I get true. that. No, no, I get that. Yeah, uh, yeah
0: sure, sure. Uh, no limit to the quantity of data you have in there? Uh, yes. Uh, ease of working on your machine because your desktop and your documents Linked are into there your as OneDrive. well. Uh, automatic. For... Automatic backup. Let's call it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, the thing about where you can restore everything in case ransomware of uh, ransomware, ransomware yeah, stuff. Might so, be. Yeah. your data is better protected. Yeah. Yeah. There's five. Yeah, and we can
0: probably come up with five more. Yeah.
1: So you keep telling everybody. Okay, mm-hmm. then what are the next? <laughs> 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 but we'd need a, you know, we'd need a creative team to come up with the other five. Mm. All right. okay. I, I quite like this. So creativity and vision. You're right. So the vision doesn't need to be some hovering car thing it could actually just be fixing some of the bugs you have today exactly And and if
0: if everybody loves to come to the office you cannot sell that vision of hey you don't have to come to the office anymore yeah but we're coming anyway because we just like it here yeah and the electricity prices at home are through the roof so we just come here i
1: like that i like that
0: yeah so I think that vision might be very, uh, very important for. It's a uh, pragmatic produce. vision,
1: I think we're talking about, isn't it?
0: We'll, we'll come um, back to that in a bit. We'll come back that to that. Is that is a, a, a good bit. question. Yeah. All okay, right. That ties into our third word: risk taking. Yes. So
1: I like the idea of putting risk into innovation because you need to fail to improve. It's true. So, the act of making decisions or taking actions that involve an uncertainty or a negative consequence. Mm -hmm. So, a risk that might go wrong. Yes. It could go wrong. And if a vision of a floating car, it's definitely going to go wrong.
0: Yes. Elon Musk also had a few rockets uh, explode. That is true. Yeah. But they that learned from it every time. So That is true. Yeah. Um, have you
1: seen on Netflix Chris Rock's stand-up comedy routine?
0: The new one? Yes. I heard about it, that he's making jokes about Will Smith and all that. He basically
1: explains Will Smith, but he also okay. talks about uh, 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 Mr. Musk. Okay. Uh, so okay. It is worth watching. I sat watching okay. it for an hour last night. It was very funny. Uh, but yes yeah, so he has a certain view of the world it was uh, it was okay. very funny but i uh, highly okay. recommend it if you fancy something different um so risk taking so when we do microsoft 365 what kind of risks are we taking if we're trying to innovate in the organization and do things slightly differently around collaboration and move what are the risks that we're taking they may never use it
0: oh yeah but i know the first day of the, the first days of the cloud that a lot of companies would say we would never store our data somewhere else. we want to keep it here control yes, so that was that was the big risk to put all your data at Microsoft somewhere else that was deci- that was that was the big risk and at some point that just switched over and microsoft's and and everyone agreed that it would be way better to put it there and that it was safer. Do you think that the reason that they went down that line is because um,
1: people started using it? So those innovators that did it first ah, time around, then everybody the else just tail. went, oh, yeah, it's not such a bad thing anyway. Not a bad thing anyway. So they just followed suit. yeah. That's a cool idea, actually. Or some CIO realized that running his own data center uh, with all of his servers and his files is actually damn difficult, and especially just for storing documents with file shares and such like, then we should just go with Microsoft. No, I'm okay for the time being, thanks. Um, And we're not talking about whiskey, it's just plain water for the time being. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. But this risk-taking thing is an interesting one, isn't it? I, I do... Let's just go back to this for a second or two. Yeah, we're going to roll out Microsoft 365. It's a new organization, and we accept that there's innovation by default in here. All Mm -hmm. right, even if we go down a, I've rolled this out ten times before, and I'm going to roll it out the same way I do it again. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing best practice from the end user's perspective. It's new, it's fresh, it's got new ideas, and Microsoft, of course, do change it. So you know there are always new innovations, some of which are better than others. Mm-hmm. So let's assume that we go down that line and we do that and we actually work out what the risks are. And it was such a really good description of where I wanted to go with this. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, no. okay so um Risk making decision, negative consequences. Um Well, let's just carry on with the same question I asked before. There was something so cool. It was about the data. No, we were talking about why people go down it in the early days, weren't we? Yeah. And so everybody just followed suit. Yeah. So we end up developing a level of best practice. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, people try and find a more efficient way of doing it. So innovation is going to be in there because, well, I did it this way last time. So i can going to try this way to see whether it's quicker or afterwards. Take migration. I know we're jumping to the end of the process, but there are... Six normal ways of migrating content into mm-hmm. Microsoft 365, yeah, yeah. and it will all depend on the organisation about where it needs to go.
0: Yes, so and that how you re- are, how fast, and how yeah, yeah where yeah. So consequently, that risk taking is
1: is a as a key attribute. So again, I put those file shares in, but
0: then I won't be able to find my content. Have you seen the Drive to Survive latest season on Netflix? I never watch it,
1: to be honest. Because... I, I love I love live Formula One so much, I yeah. never watch that one.
0: Um, Mick Schumacher had a great quote on there. He's, he said, um, so you need to go to your limit, but if you never go over your limit, you don't know where your limit is, which is what we know. But he says... You will, If you don't go over your limit, you will never know if you were 1% under your limit or 5% or 20%. So you don't even know how far the gap is yes, true. until your limit. I've, I thought that was the, so freaking cool. The delta above your limit. Is yes. that where innovation yes. sits? Where you think the limit is and where the limit really is, that delta?
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: I thought that was very interesting. Because he got fired. I know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's now a development driver with Mercedes, Mm -hmm. but there you go. All right, so risk-taking then. So the idea that you do take things on to kind of make things different on the basis that there is a certain amount of negative impact. What's really cool is that when I edit this down on Saturday morning, I can just cut my waffle out and nobody will ever hear it. What waffle? The waffle about where I lost track of what I was doing. What waffle? The waffle. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'll leave it yeah. in. I'll leave it in. All right. It's because we're innovating
0: every time we do these podcasts. Yes. But we're we're g- generating new and original ideas. We're generating new and original ideas. That definitely not come from ChatGPT whatsoever. Absolutely yeah. not yeah. at
1: all. <laughs> Actually,
0: yeah. has anybody ever tried py- typing that in Create
1: Me a Podcast about... So I don't suppose anybody's ever done that. No, no, it's all right. They were, they were all in and about. All right. And finally, within our definition of innovation, we just to recap, we have creativity because we have new and original ideas, mm-hmm. some idea of a guiding vision and a direction. There is some risks associated with it, which, of course, means you need to work that decision out. And then, of course, collaboration. It's the key part of innovation. You cannot innovate yourself. I know where you want to go with this. Hold back on that comment and thought. I know. I can see it in your face. Yes, you can. You can innovate yourself quite easily. I've uh, innovated two times yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very pleasurable innovation. <laughs> All right. But the best innovation obviously comes when you're working as a team in terms of collaboration. So mm-hmm. working together with a common goal. And that idea of a
0: common goal, of course, comes back to the idea of a vision. Yes, yes. Because that is the vision that you want to work together to, words to. This is
1: just so super smart, really, isn't it? Actually, you know, creativity, vision, breathtaking, and collaboration.
0: It it all ties into each other. But it's so
1: large. I mean, creativity is a subject. You know, you think of hours of workshops and keywords and brainstorming ideas and all that kind of stuff as a way of creativity. Vision, finding vision, it's all kind of big... Bold
0: stuff. Okay, yes. you've got something funny to say here. Yes. I can tell. We're missing something very important. Oh. And that also ties back to the grand scheme of things that we have here and that it's not being practical enough. Because Don't forget what it
1: is with all these charming words know, you've got.
0: I know, I know, I know. So our vision is where we want to end up. I thought you were going to add a fifth word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are. So No, wait. So our vision is where we want to end up. And we are now here, but we need to go there. So that means we need to steer into that direction. And that is something that we do with governance. (sighs) Uh, uh, I've uh, missed, we we uncovered the hidden puzzle. Yes, we can now go out of the escape room.
1: Governance. But does governance not mean going through a prescribed set Mm. of
0: no, governance means how can I go from this place to my desired state? No, it doesn't. It does. Doesn't. It does. Why not? That's
1: what it is. Governance says you can go where you like, but if you do it this way, it'll be done safely.
0: No. Governance is this is how it needs to be, and these are the ways how I can get there.
1: I don't see how that fits together. If, if I govern a country, yes, then, and if I govern it your way, we're talking about some African prince with a big gun <laughs> and an M19 all the way. No! Yeah, but if I govern America with free speech, then I can do what I want.
0: Yes, but if you say I'm governing America and, and free speech is my, is my truth and I want to gov- govern the country towards free speech then that is what you're going to do. and But will you have a prescribed route or would you need to have no, a vision not. about no. where
1: you need to get to yes. and then a creative solution on how to arrive there with some risks and you'd need your government to collaborate over with it? Exactly. So so maybe it you are onto something, but I don't together. know whether governance is going to be so prescriptive. But that's okay. And we can live with that for the time being. But you're not wrong in that that collaboration and vision requires a certain amount of control and, and governance in there. Mm-hmm. But it, it has to be flexible, otherwise all of this will be
0: just best practice. Yes. But that's literally the, the, the definition of governance. It's okay, so... Going to a I've, future I've, state, desired state. No, I'm not sure about steering that. Steering towards
1: it. How can you have governance then that is so solid in your mind about steering you in a direction and then still call it innovation. can't. How can you innovate if your governance is directing everything in a certain way? Well, the
0: governance might be just the guardrails that make sure that you don't go off track too far towards your vision. I can live with that. So that you don't take unnecessary risks, for example. But what about
1: the situation where you go down one particular line and you invent something else by accident?
0: Oh yeah! If you don't have, if you have you too much have that, governance, yeah. then you would never have that's that. That's what you innovation. always have with, with guardrails. So if you p- implement guardrails, that all always means that there's a bunch of options that are no longer possible. So governance cannot be that controlling.
1: I like the idea that it, it, it can. It adds, it adds some ring fences. It adds some yes. scope or yes. some breadth some, to
0: it. Uh, direction.
1: But that's the problem we had when we first started talking about vision, isn't it? We said, look, how can it's you be broad. innovation if, you, yeah. if you're talking about vision? But mm-hmm. we said that it needs to be within a certain scope. So uh, maybe you're right. Maybe there's a governance thing in here and we failed. Shall we start again? <laughs> hey, Moraine, how you doing? <laughs> Snob hotel, really, yeah. All right, cool. All right, well, let's go on to the next part of what we actually wanted to look at, which was... Um, the question I asked then, once we define this innovation and creativity and all that kind of stuff, I said to you, how can you be innovative, creative, when you roll out OneDrive? That's the answer I got. Mm-hmm. So Silence. then I thought, I'll tell you what, let's just put a, a kind of Harvard squary quad thingy up here. So we've got two axes, um, the uh, two squares on the um, Y. Access. oh is it why yes i was just going to go with vertical line yes on the vertical line at the top we've got high risk and mm-hmm. low risk so yeah. uh, on top and bottom on the left hand side we've got innovation so our most innovative mm-hmm. and i've got this the wrong way around i get it traditionally and best practice on the right hand side yeah so the low risk items are going to be Right-hand side at the bottom.
0: Because they are best practices because they've been done so many times that they now become best practice to do A proven technique for success. Yes. So innovation is something new, while a best practice is something that has been done thousands of times.
1: I can live with that. All right. Mm -hmm. So when we talked about putting OneDrive in here then, so when we put OneDrive, is OneDrive a high risk or a low risk?
0: I think it's a low risk because it's very well um and,
1: and can we just define whether we're talking about it being a low risk in terms of delivering it or a low risk in terms of innovation so it's a low risk or it's just a way of delivering it can you deliver it with some risk and innovate now i'm going to start this again so be clear we're talking about innovation mm-hmm. okay so can you enable OneDrive in an innovative way to deliver innovation through OneDrive? And we came to the conclusion that it was low risk and it's best practice. You kind of do it one way.
0: Yes. But as you also said, for an organization, for an end user, this might be very innovative.
1: Yeah. So this whole innovation thing has obviously got to have some level of perspective.
0: Yes. So that's where the Z-axis comes in. So we've got our Y, or vertical, we've got, vertical. Go we got our horizontal. We've got, we
1: got to go straight yes. to the back and put a hole yes. in it. Just let me get a drill out. Yes. Okay, so we've now got a stick sticking out the board. So where's it going to go? We need an X, Y, and a Z axis. Is that how you do it? Yes, that's a
0: perspective. All
1: right, let's ignore <laughs> oh, no. that for a minute. Okay. But let's just narrow that down by putting in the perspective. So the audience equals new user. Mm-hmm. I'm writing it down so that we've got it in front of us. Yes.
0: Audience. Well yeah. And then because for an audience, everything we do is new. It is going to be new. It's so then all let's talk about
1: innovation then uh, and a little bit. Because now we have to describe why it's innovative. So OneDrive. OneDrive yes. is a bit over to the left then. So it's it's a new way of storing Your personal documents.
0: Yes, and making sure that your documents on your device are not lost when you drop your device.
1: Okay, and is it a low risk for your content or a high risk for your content for a new user?
0: I think a low risk because the way of working doesn't change that much. All right, so we are
1: somewhere-ish over the center line towards innovation and below it. Yes. So here? I think so, yeah. OneDrive. Okay. So, is there any risks with it?
0: No. Because that, we talked about creative many. vision,
1: collaboration, risk. You could forget your password and not find your content anymore.
0: Can you delete True, content? True, but then you can call IT and IT will yeah, delete content, yeah, but then it will go into your recycle bin. Do
1: you know what's really quite interesting is that we're here 20 years on, or well, mm-hmm. f- whatever, 15 years on, or wh- wherever we're at with, with OneDrive nowadays. And when it first came out, of course, actually, <laughs> did you know that when SharePoint first came out on to SharePoint two thousand and three, yeah. um, you could actually delete a file on your synchronization. And it would kill the document library. You'd never get it back ever, 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 ever again. I did not know that. And if you actually looked in the server and you deleted, it just never came back ever again. So when when you did synchronization, it synchronized this file as part of the process. If you deleted it, doom. So you had to make sure that people weren't allowed to delete that file. But if you were an admin and you deleted it by mistake, all the content was gone.
0: So there were some risks associated with it There were some risks associated, yes. But But by now, the guardrails have become so firm... Oh, he's going to use that word for the rest of the podcast. That you really can't go that far out. What would be a risk is um, sharing too much information with outside people. But then there's a governance rule that could say don't share with anyone.
1: Well, we know there's ways of making this secure. We're trying
0: to, try to find yes, ways of but making out it of the innovative. box, out of the box. There's a yeah. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, I get it. So, what about SharePoint then? From an end user, from a new user, from a new user perspective, where would SharePoint be? Low
1: risk or high risk?
0: I would say a high risk because your information is no longer on one drive, in one file share, but it's now scattered across. Multiple And libraries. I've got tons of new buttons, tons of structure that I need to know, tons of new things that I need to see, the search that works on top of that. So I would say it's a high risk the because I need to change the way I work in order than to... More on one drive. yes. Not as much as on Teams. Innovative teams would be way practice? I would go for a bit more innovative than, than One OneDrive, drive, but higher risk than OneDrive. Somewhere Yeah, here, somewhere there.
1: So we're up in the top left-hand yes. quadrant because I've got innovation on the left, so that's yeah. SharePoint Online. Mm-hmm. And I would also suggest that as you gain experience, you're going to go more to that top left-hand corner So you can still do sharing and all those kinds of things. You've obviously got protection against deletion and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, if you synchronize it wrong and all that kind of stuff, there is a certain amount of risks associated with
0: it. Um, Yes, but... but um yes, what you also have means he doesn't really agree with me is the arrow to the other side towards best practices because the more this new user is going to look at sharepoint and is going to work with sharepoint in different projects the more they're going to learn those best practices and the more this is going to shift towards the best practice side
1: yeah there's also a, a bunch of stuff on here around the adoption and change that's going to get in the way of of making it too innovative, yeah that's interesting but but it is a thought that with all this conversation when we first started, and I said, "Okay, so what's innovative about Onedrive or SharePoint mm-hmm. you went well we both went because yes. our perspective and and exactly. there we are with two items exactly on the side of innovation, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's pretty pretty cool, all right, what about forms?
0: Oh, um, I'm not sure where this is going to go, by the way. Very, very low risk. Low risk. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just thinking
1: that we can carry on putting these things on here and then we've got to find some way of closing the podcast down. (laughs)
0: Yes. <laughs> so we'll, 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 we'll just ideas. we'll just talk about all the 25 applications that we yes, have. So, so what about Viva but Sales? Viva <laughs> Sales, yeah, that's true. No, no, but let's go back to just one or two okay. of the simple ones. Yes. So forms. Then is forms low is risk, very low risk because you can absolutely not do anything wrong, and it is so easy to work with. It's so yeah, probably is actually
1: yeah, but it's also new.
0: I think it's very innovative. For an end user, it is. Because instead of just emailing you a list of questions or an Excel that you need to fill in or a Word document that you need to print out and write down, you can just now do it in a very visual, fancy way.
1: So um, uh, more innovative than OneDrive?
0: uh, Yes. And higher risk? Lower risk, Low where, risk yes, very low risk. I don't know where does that I think data it's go very to. Very low risk. Mm, but that's the user doesn't mind. It's the compliance manager that minds. But that's <laughs> actually a good question. Yes.
1: So it, I can fill out these forms, and yeah. then I get to it, and then I can download it as a spreadsheet. And yeah. if uh, I find forms the biggest pain in the ass going, I, I mean, find forms, I forms the, the easiest cr- and the
0: awesomest yeah, thing but in you Austria- know 65. You want
1: to be able to sort of find this stuff you've got to go to forms and you've then got to think you've got all your forms stacked up and then you want to share it with somebody so they can also work on it it kind of is a 70 percent solution you know Mm. and it's all because you can't get to the file or you can't get to it enough it's the try microsoft are trying to fit it in everywhere so they've got their black magic working 100 behind the scenes yeah you know where is this thing oh i just click on forms and i find it yeah but i actually want it on a sharepoint site or i want it on a team site so the risk of being able to find it again is actually quite bad Mm, you know all about it okay yeah how many people have asked the question i can't find my form anymore yeah true and yeah, but but, yeah. but you are right. I mean, yeah. filling the form out, doing a quick workflow, moving stuff to a list so you get the best of both worlds is uh, dead easy, easy peasy. Yes. And everybody knows what a spreadsheet is, of course. Yes. But anyway. So no, yeah, no, dead easy.
0: Now a question for you. Oh, uh, no. Teams. Teams oh, collaboration. Yeah.
1: I kind of didn't want to go down there.
0: No, I know. Because it brings
1: in that whole communications thing, doesn't it? Which always No, no, I'm, I'm just adds.
0: just talking about Teams working in channels um, with conversations. Nobody do bring. And oh, okay, I wasn't and, talking okay. about Teams calling or anything. Oh, so yeah. no,
1: no, no, you're fair. dudes, I misunderstood? But Sorry. the whole chat stuff. Okay, and the fact that you bring in collaboration with that, which actually adds yeah. a a completely different facet to it. It's not just about storaging I know.
0: it. And that is so brilliantly innovative All right. on this for solution. An, so this is user. innovative in, on 300%. Yeah, I'm going to draw it on my picture on the wall down here. Yes, next to the whiteboard, yes. So we know it's on the far left-hand side. Yes. It's innovative. Why is yes. it innovative? Because if you're coming from a, a place where you're just emailing information around... If. I'm and using file share or using whatever, then this is the one place where you can not only store your documents, but also your conversations around your documents.
1: But I have a project manager, all right, that yeah. is communicating with everybody and anybody. He has MS Teams, mm-hmm. all right, and he has two documents stored in the file, and he emails the minutes to all of his meeting to everybody. And I cannot get him to stop, so, there's no innovation there. It's no, not using it. No. So, it's all right saying that it's innovative, but maybe it's too innovative. Maybe it's too different. It's, it's again, very high risk. Hundreds of millions of people actually sitting there. I know. But how many people are using it right? But one of the things that I see here is that in our innovation definition, creativity, vision, risk-taking, yeah. risk-taking needs to be part of innovation.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: When we talk about OneDrive and Forms down here below our halfway mark in terms of risk, there's no innovations here. SharePoint being a high-risk item actually is innovative because there's risks associated with it. And you're not doing the normal stuff. So MS Teams is going to be high-risk. Because of the things yes. you can do, yes, Forms, absolutely, the apps absolutely, and yes, everything else, yes, and it's going to be top left. I mean, yes. Teams is going to be up here.
0: It's going to be yes. top left as you can get it. I, exactly, yes, but I, I, I don't agree with your OneDrive not being innovative because there's not enough risk there.
1: No, uh, well, no, there isn't enough risk there. I mean, there are people that have managed to lose their content. Oh yeah. All right, so there is a risk of some mm-hmm. kind in there. But uh, all I'm saying is, and what I'm actually telling you, I'm not giving you a choice here, that if we're right here about our definition of innovation, being creative vision, risk, and collaboration, risk has to be in here to be innovative. And if we say that OneDrive has very low risk, it's not very innovative.
0: No, but to our audience of a new user. It's new. Yes.
1: So, But it's not very it's new. And they're going to get no, bored with it very the, quickly.
0: The risk of the end user is that instead of keeping all the files on his device, he's now putting the files somewhere else. And that might feel like a big risk because mm-hmm. I'm not in charge of my files anymore.
1: But, but As far as they're concerned, it's going into a folder on their laptop. Yes. So, But they, once they've saved their files in there and they've created files, but they don't do anything else in there. Mm-hmm. They don't do anything extra innovative after they've shared a file with somebody and after they've no. created a no. and know, that's why it's kind of that's why it's low closer down. in the middle and that's why there's no innovation yes. around it mm. so this definition we had is absolutely right which
0: is brilliant but uh, we knew yes. that anyway yes We've done that anyway. All right, look, we've got some... Um, that's, that's actually a brilliant closing statement. We're brilliant. <laughs> I like
1: that. We, we are going to go back and talk about how we can drive innovation a little bit within the organization. And we'll do that after we've tasted our rather special whiskey. Yes. It's a Belgian whiskey. It is. And as a Belgian, I'll pour while you tell everybody where it's come from.
0: All right, cool. So it is coming from the Abbey from the abbey of Maritsu and Maritsu has been as long been recognized as one of the best beers in Belgium they make excellent cheeses as well and Steve is pouring whiskey all over him and um yeah it's it's also a beautiful place to visit so if you're ever in Belgium and you don't know what to do go to the Maritsu abbey and you can j- take brilliant walks
1: it's a magic place. It's a bit yes. surreal. It feels a little bit like Disneyland with God because the church, the <laughs> God's church is Disneyland. just stuck there <laughs> wow. and, and, you know, at the yes. end of the car park. Everything immaculately done. I've got a little story. When Sarah was uh, christened, we were looking for a place to take all the family to uh, mm-hmm. coming over from England and everything else. And Maritzu had a the, like a place that you could put people up Mm-hmm. You know, where just temporary stuff. But it was a shack in the middle of a field. You know, it was obviously what the scouts were using. Um, yes. Uh, but, but uh, yeah, it was the only place I went to the Maridu, uh Monastery to actually look at it. It is a, an impressive building. There's no doubt about it. And their cheese is excellent. Yes. So when I went looking for a whiskey last week, because I'm trying to find one that we could taste on the podcast, I mm-hmm. suddenly saw this bottle and went, no. It can't be, yeah. and sure enough, it was. And so I looked at it and, and everything else. So, this is their literally their first distillation. Okay, it's bottle 870. I was wrong about 600. 870 from their first ever. It's all bio and all that kind of stuff. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I
0: was reading the website earlier, and they're very, very high on um, uh, on those things. Yep. Yeah, so, so no it pesticides. So, it was uh, two, and all that.
1: 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, fourteen percent. Nice,
0: three years old. Yeah, official oh, it's, it's whiskey. Minimum. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, and in typical Belgium style, it's very expensive because they never seem to put whiskey in a bigger <laughs> bottle than five hundred milliliters. Yes, but there you
0: go. Anyway, I will pass this over no, to you. Thank so you. Let
1: so people know what thank it noses like. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Uh, first, we have to say something about the color because I think it's just a beautiful golden color. It's a very holy color. Isn't it? Yes, very regal. <laughs> yes, it looks like liquid honey. Liquid yes. honey. And the nose is very rye. It is. It's amazing that, isn't it's it? It's is barley, rye. isn't it? Yeah, I think so. But it smells like rye. It does. So there has to be some rye in there. It can't be.
1: Made from a unique distillate of organic centered malts, it says
0: here. Mm hmm. So, we do have some rye, but not in an overly uh, way, not like you would get on a... Um, Artisan distillery from Oxford. Yeah,
1: for example, yeah. Yeah, or, or no, I agree, but you definitely can sort of nose that rye, but I don't know whether it is rye. I think what they're saying is, because this is finished in white wine casks.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yes. and white
1: wine casks is inevitably fruity and um, light... Yes. Um, and uh, so I've got a feeling that's probably where it comes from. But it doesn't Might matter because be. it's very pleasantly mm-hmm. tasting.
0: Yes. And I have to say the uh, first time that we tasted it, the, the taste is very different than what you smell. It is, yes. And it's, it's very it's very cool.
1: Well, the nose has kind of got a, a little sweet orange, uh, toasted orange in it, but that's probably where we think that rye is coming from but it's a very elegant nose in a very elegant space. And I saw it go down your throat. So tell us all about it.
0: Ah, oh. Well, I have to say, I can remember that last time it tasted very different, but now I do get a lot of that rye taste in there as well. Um, it's very, it's it's sweet. It's not very harsh. It's well-rounded. Pretty smooth. Nice it's got a little feel. kick. Mm. Good mouthfeel, not, too oily but not overly watery as well i'll tell you something
1: a seven-year-old or a 10-year-old is going to be wicked
0: that is i really hope
1: they put some barrels aside yeah Mm. but the bite is surprising i mean i guess it's because it's a new mate whiskey but it's not got that typical sort of fresh whiskey bite about it it's um it's a bit no. chili-ish.
0: it's quite sharp. Yeah. Yes, not peppery but chilli. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Chilli exactly. bite. Yeah. Mhm. I like. Yes, I like very much. Definitely, yeah.
1: A very 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 the the best whiskies are those that surprise you. Mhm. You know, um where did it come from and uh and there it is. Let out, me so. add
0: just a little drop of water in there.
1: I was just going to do the same,
0: just to see what happens the I don't the think i will do much. It was only
1: 47%, so.
0: Yeah. Ooh, Brings much more uh, chili in there. Mm. That definitely brings it out. One to follow up with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there we go.
1: Maradzu Distillery, same quality as everything else that they deal with. Um, the and, hand uh, of God. Yeah, it's the hand of God. The P,
0: the P of God. Yes. <laughs> okay. It's
1: handcrafted. We'll have to go. We're gonna have to go visit, aren't we?
0: Yes. I think. I think that's so. Probably on the I cards. Think we? Yes, and we will take our missus uh, with us. So I was thinking the and same. And let's have a nice family walk. Yes. Good yeah. call.
1: Actually, where we were, if we're really <laughs> smart, we could go and do sue for a walk and a lunch and go to the distillery. And on the way back, we could go and taste the surgeon at the Waterloo. Oh, Just on the top of the motorway. Waterloo. Okay. That There's, sounds like a good. brilliant plan. All right. All right. Cool. All right. So we've been talking about innovation, <coughs> and yes. we've got into a habit in the last couple of podcasts where we kind of want to do a bit of a finishing off um, uh, in terms More of the More than usual. Right. And so I'd like to kind of move across really – to um, talking about how you actually try and be innovative, how you bring in innovation in. Now, we assuming at this point in time that you know we've got new users and all of this stuff is fairly new to them. But if you followed the Stephen Moraine adoption and change program, then your guys are rocking it and they're moving on and they're you know all of the stuff they used to do with their file shares they're now very much uh, aware of where they're at and they're sharing documents and you're monitoring and having meetings and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah. But if you really want to be able to innovate, you've got to be able to encourage people to actually use it in a different kind of way. So yes. I can share things now and we do the usual ones. Hey, that means you can open an email and you can select your file and mm-hmm. choose whether it goes in, that kind of stuff. But they need to know about it. So there's a couple of points here that we kind of want to play into um uh, how you can actually make sure that you continue to innovate and not just think i've rolled it out now good let's go and do some workflows because workflows are not really about innovation it's about what they deliver and what they do in that automation where it adds value so a couple of things here cultivate a culture of um Innovation, cultivate a culture. Yes, okay. Yes. I might need to reword Mm -hmm. that sentence of mine. (laughs) No, create an innovation culture. That's exactly. Because tools alone won't change your organization.
0: No. Now, one of the things that we can do... what you do with it. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. No, I agree entirely. Um, So, there's that. Encourage employees to experiment with technology. Just because your training actually says... Yeah, risk taking. It's, it's all about risk taking. Yeah. Just because your training says do this A B C D E, mm-hmm. you kind of want to build into your training plan that hey, look, guys, you know, learn how to use it yourself, find out what works for you, uh, and then you know, learn and fail. So yeah. really and try typically, and
0: typically, typically in Microsoft three hundred and sixty five, you can do the same thing in at least five different ways.
1: Yes, find the one that works for you and your exactly. team and your yes. organization. Yes, I love the next one. Reward those who come up with successful solutions. So when somebody actually is doing well and they're using Microsoft 365 and their, you know, collaboration scores are increasing, Mm -hmm. reward them in some way. Give them a shout out, you know, give them free training, tickets to the cinema. You know, actually have an awards program every year that, you know, say, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing that stuff? I mean, the other thing about these bullets is they're all mine. (laughs) i know i know this is my document
0: and that's so cool but setting that up also requires that you have a good feedback loop so that it means that part of the uh uh, innovation culture that you want to foster you need to be able to be open so that people can come to you to ask questions to get your advice but also to let you know what is going well and what's not going well.
1: No, I agree entirely. That feedback loop is yeah. co- is correct. That experimentation process I mentioned earlier. So, mm-hmm. um, Ambassador programs that encourage new ideas and drives improvements. The ambassador yes. program is key. Yes. And I, I did a whole thing on ambassadors and you know, how they can take the vision and share your vision. Yeah. But also how they can bring back to you what we did in our team. What my division and my
0: department is now doing within... You know, Microsoft. No, absolutely, because they've been they, they're they're your content um content, specialists. specialists um, yeah, it's gurus, not the word I was looking experts, for. No, there's this dipshits, Yeah, there's the that one word that I always forget. Um, oh, so the, the, the the
1: A word I always forget.
0: And No. Uh, nah. Anyway, anyway that's matter, what but, ambassadors but, are. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So they they know uh what their businesses they know the processes and because they've been giving new tools they might be very innovative Well, they're, in they're
1: very good at identifying the value that's coming out of yes. Microsoft 365 and how oh, yeah. they can use them yeah. as long as you're working with them yeah, yeah, you can't just say hey guys where you go you're now an ambassador good mm-hmm. luck Yeah, you know, you have to really kind of work with them and encourage them and, and everything else which is cool and finally um, which is probably one of my favorite ones ownership drives engagement improving productivity So making people understand that their OneDrive is their space to do whatever they want to do with it. Their Mm -hmm. SharePoint site, team site that they created. They're the owner. Yeah. Yeah. So they're able to be able to say, hey, this is IT in your hands. Mm -hmm. You know, go and do what works for you and and, uh, within, of course, the governance and constraints that we talked about earlier. Um, but, yes, ownership drives engagement. Um, yeah. And it, it's interesting. If people feel like they own something, they'll tell people about it. You know, yeah. they'll share mm-hmm. the innovations and, and share those things moving forward. All right. So I'm not going to go through those. I've got a, a number of those. Um, we'll put those links into the notes. So ch- check them out um, because a lot of these things come from, um, as I said earlier, some of the wee rams that I, I did uh, last year Moraine mm-hmm. um, and I should desperately apologise we both have weedrams on our agenda that we want to do oh man but all yes. of a sudden uh, our projects are getting incredibly busy yes and so finding the time I, I thought on Sunday yeah you know because my, my ladies were away Saturday and Sunday and I thought I'll oh, just knock that weedram off and then I did something and I got distracted and then I went okay I've had enough I've just got to yeah. walk away from the screens yeah. So that's I had the
0: same thing yesterday when I finally got home and I still needed to make uh, food and all that. And then at some point, I was thinking, do I want to record a uh, YouTube uh, thing for my YouTube channel? I was like, I, I, I can't I be bothered. Yeah. I've been behind my camera all day, doing training all day, delivering all kinds of things, being in meetings all the time. I just don't want to be in front of my camera anymore
1: no I get it I get it
0: all right well
1: I think this is quite cool yes again as usual Uh, as
0: the other 107 episodes
1: yes that is true
0: and I've got some
1: fun now you are gonna have some some fun fun now Anna my beautiful daughter has just brought her boyfriend home for the first time yes so I'm going to go in there and be a very supportive father yeah. and take the piss. Actually, I'm going to find out whether he drinks whiskey.
0: Do you have your axe here somewhere? My so axe? Yes, you, you might kind of just want to walk in Morgan. with your axe. <laughs> hey, son. Oh, manly man. <laughs>
1: Is that my daughter? <laughs> <laughs> I have a very mm. rude joke that I'm about to tell you in a second or two, because okay. I can't do this online. No, no. But a little incident, me and my daughter sat there giggling about earlier. All right, guys, um, this has been Innovation from Steve and Moraine. Uh, again, think of these four words, creativity, vision, risk-taking, and collaboration. They are the four drivers of innovation according to Office 365.
0: And governance. And governance. governance.
1: I think, I'm not sure about mm. that, but that's okay. We will uh, agree to differ. Yes. And I'll just edit that bit out later. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it's uh, it's a goodbye from me, Steve. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed this uh, and you've uh, picked up a golden nugget or two. Um, and uh, we'll take a picture of the board, and if I remember, I'll try and put it in when I post the podcast, yeah. so you can see our our sort of square and where we put these things. It's interesting, and uh, I don't think this subject's finished yet. No not at all All alright so it's goodbye from me Steve Dolby and I'll hand over to Moraine to send his best wishes
0: thank you goodbye
1: you slay me boy